The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. The Kansas City Chiefs are one of six teams that have already secured a playoff berth. Uh, the Steelers and Bills among them in the AFC. The Bills now AFC East champions, by the way. Packers, Saints, and Seahawks on the other side. But the Chiefs took down the aforementioned New Orleans Saints. 32-29, to another one-score game down in the Superdome. Some injury concerns. Your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs getting to 13 wins before Christmas? Yeah, all right. 32 to 29, and the Chiefs now have improved to 13 and 1. I think the NFL, as you guys have said in previous weeks, remains the Chiefs and everybody else. I just find it hard to believe anybody is going to be able to knock off this team given their answers for whatever an opposing team tries to do defensively. They've won in so many different ways, and they impressed me last night because the Saints came in wanting to reportedly make it a, quote, bat game, bring the wood, street fight, and they did just that, and the Chiefs still managed to gut it out. Kansas City finishes 8-0 and on the road this season and now have a 93% chance at the bye week, the lone AFC bye Given Andy Reid's track record and his success after bye weeks, that's like an auto ticket in Kansas City to the conference title game. Drew Brees was back for this game. He was not 100%. Confirmed that to the media after the game. I actually wonder if the Saints made a mistake in starting him. He went 0 for 7 with a pick to start the game, and that ended up really being the difference and was a three-point victory for the Chiefs. The Chiefs continue to play close games. I don't like it, but it's their MO. It makes more sense to me in games like a team with the Saints than what would be like the Panthers or the Broncos. But there is a recurring thought in my mind, and that's how many times can you keep playing with fire like this before you eventually get burned? And you hope if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan that it doesn't happen in a divisional round or a title game or even the Super Bowl. This game felt like a playoff game with each team in control at different times. It would not shock me if this is the Super Bowl video that they're showing, the preview that's on NFL Network late night after the virtual NFL honors before the Super Bowl as we get ready for the next day. Patrick Mahomes remains the best quarterback to ever do it. In my write-up for Arrowhead Pride after the game, I called him the conductor of the orchestra. It's his game. You're playing in it. Another 200 yards and three touchdowns. Final note, you mentioned injuries. We're waiting to hear on Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who got twisted up in this game to the splits. Uh, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network reported this morning, 
He thinks he'll be back for the playoffs, meaning right now it's Le'Veon Bell's show, who finally had some throwbacks to that patience we were used to seeing. 179 rushing yards for the Chiefs in this game. I was watching this game out of the side of my eye as the Eagles were going on, and I went back and rewatched <laughs> it. But every when I was watching it live, like I, it just, every time I looked over, I was just muttering bad things about Mahomes under my breath just because of how stupid good he <laughs> is and some of the throws and, and, and stuff he was doing. And to their credit, Pete, Pete mentioned like, they're just able to respond so well to teams what teams are doing to them. And the Saints tried to throw the Chiefs a changeup. They played a lot of too high safety stuff. They mixed in a yep. lot of man coverage. Chiefs were able to run the ball a bit in part because of that. But there were times where the Saints were able to slow them down with that strategy. But we say it every week. The Chiefs are just too much. They're too talented. And Mahomes is too good at creating for a four-man rush to hold up for 60 minutes without some magical stuff happening, even though the Saints were able to get a good deal of pressure on Mahomes. Uh, this is big because it makes it much harder for the Saints to grab the top seed as they'll have the Packers to try and catch. I doubt that happens. They've also got the Bucks kind of sniffing around, staying in there, as we're going to talk about with our guest from Bucks Nation, uh, Evan Winter, later on in the show. But yeah, this, this makes it tough for the Saints, and again, it's the same old story. Another week, and we're saying the same thing about the about the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs and everybody else, man. It seems like they do play up and down for whatever reason. I, I'm willing to admit that. I saw that Football Outsiders actually threw out the 11 Packers, who were 15-1, and one, ended up losing the one game to the Chiefs during the regular season and were knocked out in the divisional round by the New York Giants. I am cautioning like that. And and there are it's just interesting that they're playing in games late. And I don't necessarily think the Chiefs would be shocked in the AFC title game. The game that I think I worry about because I we think they're going to get the bye right. The game that I worry about is the divisional mm. round where they're kind of not expecting whoever this team happens to be. Mm. The team ends up playing them well, and they're just not as psyched up to win what would be the trophy in the next game. And then because they've been playing in all these close games and only these legit teams make the playoffs, somehow this divisional round opponent finishes the job. That's my concern. If they can get to the AFC title game, I think they're on to the Super Bowl. But there is that little worry of are they leaving the door open too many times here? I would counter that with Andy Reid after the bye. So even when they may be most vulnerable, they're yeah. going to be their most prepared. They may be a little <laughs> exactly. bit flat, but like, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And the loan buy is huge this year. Yeah. And that this is for both conferences. The team that gets a buy in previous years, and there was usually two teams, just has such a greater chance at making the Super Bowl. That advantage is just so much more now that there's six other teams that have to play the previous weekend. Incredible advantage for the Chiefs and whoever wins in the NFC. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.